to mm-hmm. to learn more about the industry. Excellent. Excellent. So, I mean, obviously you have all the right people who are going to be in place to give you all the information that you need to uh, make successful investments. So, so what, what exactly is HBV? Like, what is your, what is your vision? Like, what are your initiatives? Like, like what's, what's sort of the core focus of HBV as a whole? Oh, I think first of all, HBV is going to support the growth of the blockchain Bitcoin startups. It it will like to give the startup the money and help them to grow better in the future. And second, we want to help this ecosystem and industry play a like more important role in the futures in in this society. And also, we want to gain better returns for our parent company. So it's about to connect the portfolio company together to give them the resources, give them the money, and help them to grow better. Okay, cool. So, as far as like as far as money goes um, for like committed for investments, uh, mm-hmm. currently currently how much does that stand? You know, does, has that changed? Has that changed prior? Like, you know, uh, how much have you guys set aside for these ventures? Uh, right now, we have like eighty million dollars committed by the par- all committed by the parent company Queen Group in stage one. Uh, if we have some golden opportunities. We find some like great use cases or infrastructure or Bitcoin exchange. We are going to invest them, and we will building. We will we will build our portfolio like in one or two years to mm-hmm. invest all these company to spend eight million dollars in this industry, and after that we may have more capital committed by our parent company. Got it. Got it. So. So as far as like how you're planning on like meeting those goals initially, like where where have you guys already begun like to put in some of your investments? Uh, okay, uh, about meeting our goals, as I say, I want to, I may attend some conference and go to connect our portfolio companies together to mm-hmm. to use our resources and relationship in China to help them, especially when they want to expand their market in China, right? And also, we want to. Our team will give some advice about the, about certain industry in Bitcoin areas to to the great startups. So, and about our. Oh, yes, sorry. sorry. I thought you were done. Sorry, sorry, go ahead. ahead. Uh, also, Queen Blockchain Venture already invested nice startups, including Perth, Uno Coin, and Brave. And we also have many more to come to to connect. So there will be like. 50 or 100 startups in our portfolio companies. So it's, I'm pretty sure they can find each other pretty well and connect with each other. Yeah, so James, you mentioned that uh, you, you guys have stacked up about $80 million, and that's that's quite a bit. But what I'd like to know is, is do your funds just focus on Bitcoin? Um, do, do they extend out into Ethereum or Zcash or or Monero, or any of the other cryptocurrencies out there, or do you guys just do Bitcoin-centric businesses? Okay. Uh, right now, we focus on Bitcoin and blockchain startups. I mean, both private and public blockchain startups. And uh, we are also interested in invest some Zcash and Ethereum or Alcoin project. Because right now, we think that the Bitcoin blockchain is still the, I mean, the safest, I mean, the very safe blockchain in the world, right? Because mm-hmm. of the hashing power. So mm-hmm. 
it's not that risky to invest in Bitcoin project. And also, uh, also we care about the smart contract thing. So if we find like great, uh, like Zcash or Ethereum project, and all ICOs or other things, we will definitely consider about investment. And I think about the all about the portfolio, about eighty million dollars, we will spend most of money on the Bitcoin blockchain startups. Of course, of course. So, so would you say that um, uh, you guys, your firm, and like your parent company, sees Bitcoin as a safe bet at this at this point? That you like you feel that any money that you invest, you're probably going to see back uh, in in a few years. Uh, yes, we we think that the uh, investing Bitcoin startup is a little less risky than investing Ethereum, and also we think that maybe the smart contracting will be grows quickly, like in five years later. But it's it's about timing things. It's about like it's a good time to invest in Bitcoin. It's good time to invest in the use cases based on the build on the Bitcoin. Absolutely. So if so we're going to switch it up just a little bit. And I want to ask you personally, like, what are some other projects or initiatives that you're excited about and you, you might be assisting with or, you know, just generally interested in it? Oh, I think the first things I'm interested in is the, like, the larger Bitcoin exchange in the, in, over the world. I mean, I mean, the Kraken, Gemini, IBM. It's a large Bitcoin exchange. The business model is very simple, just charge fees on the traders. So mm -hmm. it's a good business model. It can have like great revenues. So it's a good business. And also I care about the startup with the great technology like Block, a Brave, OB1, Blockstack, Lightning, Rootstock, those kind of great startups. Mm -hmm. And I also think revenue is somehow important to, to the startup startups. If you if a startup like a company gets some revenue, it proves that the business model at least works. Someone want to pay for it for the business mm -hmm. model. So we still care about if a company have uh, revenue or not. Got it. Got it. So so it's more so basically seeing if these companies can like actually generate funds so to potentially monetize them in some way going forward into the future. So, you know, you guys have invested in companies like Purse, you've invested in yours and Unocoin. So, you know, Purse already makes money. They've been around for years. Yours is focusing on micropayments, which is the hopes to monetize lots of different cool ideas in the future. And Unocoin already a very successful exchange in India. So, so basically I see where you guys are going. So just going, following the money and then seeing where you, the best use cases and innovation can come from it. Yeah, yes. Uh, I, I mean, the like company like Purse. Purse is like very good use cases. It, it business model, it's, it's simple, just it works. It can mm -hmm. save you like 15% of the fees on when you buy things on Amazon, right? So mm -hmm. I can see the potential growth in the next few years. And also it works on the market in Amazon. What about we expand to to the market in China about to to use the purse when we buy things on Alibaba, right? So so mm -hmm. so it's it can be a large growth in the future, and also purse have Bitcoin, right? Bitcoin is very important to Bitcoin industry. It may solve the it may be a great solution to to solve the block size debate things mm -hmm. like that, and so it's. Also, both the use case, also the technology, both of them are very great 
So that's the reason we I invest in Perth. And about like other company like yours, I care about the industry of micropayment. I think also this this model also works because nobody want to to see see advertisement in in like YouTube. So I invest a lot of company like Satoshi Pay, yours, Popchats, a lot of micropayment uh, companies. And also I want to mention another portfolio company which is Brave. Brave is like have great technology. It's like fast, clean, safe, and browser. Uh, and mm-hmm. several days ago, I'm I'm just introduced Brave to uh, very famous people in China, a celebrity in the internet industry in China. Uh, for privacy, I'm not going to tell his name. But this mm-hmm. guy built an app with like 20, I mean, I mean, not 20, it's 200 million monthly active users. And he said that the technology of Brave is excellent and awesome. Excellent. So, yes. so for the sake, of, so for the sake of the story, we'll just say that you were talking to Little Wayne, and Little Wayne said, "Hey, I love this Brave browser. Brandon Ike, he's really smart. He's got it going on." Uh, we actually had, uh, we had, we had Brandon Ike on the show um, previously, and you know, we're we're really excited about what Brave is doing, and like, you know, they're 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 sort of like combining a lot of different types of Bitcoin technologies that are getting hot, like zero knowledge and, uh, you know, micropayments as a whole and leveraging Bitcoin where it makes sense. So, you know, I, I'm really interested on, on how that particular company continues to grow. So, you know, you, you've been working in the space and you're, you've been working on your fund at HBV and you're, you're investing in like a lot of really innovative companies and you're keeping your eye on like revenue, revenue generating firms. And so you can, they can, you know, more likely to more likely to monetize in the future. So, so that's great. But if you're a uh, like young developer or you're an entrepreneur or you're another person like interested uh, in, in doing what you're doing in the space, do you have any sort of like um, advice that you would, you would share to them that, that you think resonates well with you internally that you could uh, uh, share with them in order for them to more, more likely grasp like your viewpoints. Okay, cool. cool. Uh, I think that uh, the people choose the block Bitcoin or blockchain industry. They are doing a right decision because the industry will grow very fast in the next few years. So about the developer entrepreneur, all we need to do is to focus on our product, our customer. And also, maybe you want to raise money, please uh, send your deck to Huiyin Blockchain Venture. We are going to support every startup I want to do good in the future in this space. And uh, uh, I, I, I think I think these guys uh, about developers, they may be more care about the coding things, but it's also important to cooperate with other people in this industry. Like just don't don't spend too much time on arguing about things like block size debate to arguing about those things um, in this industry. Cares about how to attract customer, how to attract more people to use Bitcoin, to use the technology of blockchain. That's the important things in the future. Yeah, I like, exactly. I like uh, I like the way you put that, James. That's a, probably my favorite thing about having the podcast and, and having these things that I can go and talk and be passionate about is just like, how do we get people using this stuff? That seems like it'd be an easy question to answer, but obviously it's not. 
if China were to like go through the process of like ever like banning like Bitcoin exchanges, right? Like, do you think that do you think that miners in China would continue to mine even though that they didn't have a way to like sell in order to pay like for costs? Like, do you think that that would be like create like an explosion of like people using like local bitcoins or something instead and and try and do it that way? Like, I'm I'm very curious if 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 you've considered that at all. I think uh, when China banned Bitcoin exchange, the first things will be that the price will crash, right? Mm-hmm. So, so, so they may not uh, earn that much when the price crash. The miners, mm-hmm. I mean the miners. So the hardship power will decrease for sure. But mm-hmm. I don't think that the lots of hardship power like the Bitmin or uh, other like big mining pools in China will close. Got it. Got it. So, so you you think that if they were the bandit, like a lot of the volume would just move to like a lot of these. Not, not, not for say, not black markets, but more things like decentralized peer-to-peer exchanges, and like you know other alternative methods to like offload fiat. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's the peer-to-peer exchange. Also, maybe some of them go to Bitfinex or other, uh, other big platform overseas. But right, but but still, they need to do KYC, the processing, other Bitcoin exchange. So mm-hmm. maybe. I, I don't know if we can do KYC in Coinbase or Kraken, those kind of uh, Bitcoin exchange in the United States for mm-hmm. like Chinese citizen. And if that works, I, I'm pretty sure that large volume will go to the United States and also Japan and mm-hmm. also the Hong Kong, other countries. But if they can do KYC, I think that peer-to-peer market will be a huge market in the future. Mm, yeah, well, it's, it's, it seems to me like it's it's going to inevitably trend towards a peer-to-peer market and like uh, systems that are like set up by default to help prevent against that, i.e., you know, say a peer-to-peer market built on like a set of Ethereum smart contracts, you know, um, where the technology itself is a little bit more resilient um, than just building a financial application on top of a centralized application database for instance like coinbase so you know so that that's sort of like that sort of like lends credibility to the thought that ethereum itself could expand like really quickly in china um and that's that's just my personal opinion um only because of the technology itself inherently is built to um circumvent like these sorts of like potential issues over time better than just bitcoin itself i think Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, I think Ethereum is also good, good use cases. Also, uh, smart contracting is important. Um, I also I talked to Bushin from the Fenbushi Capital, also Johnson and uh, Renji. They are also curious about uh, smart contracting a lot. I think a lot of companies in China, uh, they are doing about things like private blockchain, also the smart contracting in China, but. But uh, let l- let me just just maybe discuss with them in the future to get more information. Then I can judge more about the situation about mm-hmm. in China. Because right now I don't think I have enough information to judge this industry in China. Perfect. All right, well, man. Well, thanks. Thanks, thank like, you, thanks so much for coming on. Thank you. Thank you all. Yeah, man. And uh, whenever you guys uh, have invested in a few more uh, companies and you've got the ball rolling and like some some big uh, headlines out there. We'll have you back on the show and we'll talk about it some more and how China has progressed with Bitcoin. Thank you. Thank you.
Cool, cool. Thanks. All right, thanks, James. You have a great day. Thank you. Take care. Bye. This episode of Block Channel was sponsored by Purse.io. Purse.io is the easiest way to spend Bitcoin and save money on everything you love at Amazon. They even have iOS and Android apps for shopping on the go. Purse is holding a hackathon at Hack Reactor in San Francisco on the weekend of March 24th for developers interested in building on Bitcoin. Purse's full node wallet implementation written in JavaScript. So check out the links in the show notes to register if you're curious and want to attend. Top prize is $100 in Bitcoin, signed copy of the Internet of Money by Andreas Antonopoulos, and a Legend Nano S. So check out and register fast before it fills up.